Welcome to the Hangout Spot. Raw, real, chill, unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hangout Spot. I am your host, Destiny, a.k.a. Hershey kiss. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. Anywho, it is so good to be back and to be, you know, having our little chit chats that we have. You guys, I have been doing um, a fast. I actually took a break and I did the Daniel fast. And when I tell you I did what Daniel did in the words of Fran Hammond, I did what Daniel did. This is how you know I need a lot of prayer and I need to get deep into that word because how I thought in that song he said Daniel and not David, I don't know. But you know what? The song is still relevant, so I say why not use it? It just came in my mind and I was like, you know what? Let me do what uh, I guess in this case David did, but the fast was so beautiful, enlightening. I feel more conscious of certain things and not just that if we're looking at the physical aspect I look good if I do say so myself I did lose weight but the purpose of me doing the fast was to get closer to God and eventually I am going to put out a YouTube discussing the fast why I chose to do it especially during this time and so on and so forth but before I get into all of that great stuff and time get into the actual topic I do want to congratulate Congratulate uh, President Joe Biden as well as the beautiful Vice President Kamala Harris. I am so excited for both of them, and this is going to be an interesting run and a very needed run. So we'll see what happens. But I will say, Donnie, 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 Donnie. He just had to be the petty betty of the group, and he refuses to concede. So that's going to be interesting to see how all of this plays out. I personally think that Obama said. Best. Well, look, Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. Kamala Harris will be the next vice president. There is no legal basis. There's but he's no getting support from members of the Republican Party who are not challenging him. And that has been disappointing. Yeah. But it's been sort of par for the course during these four years. They obviously didn't think there was any fraud going on because they didn't say anything about it for the first two days. But there's damage to this because what happens is that the peaceful transfer of power, the notion that any of us who attain an elected office, whether it's dog catcher or president, are servants of the people. It's a temporary job. We're not above the rules. We're not above the law. That's the essence of our democracy. Obama don't care anymore, okay? There are no 
given at all. And I don't blame. And that, my dear President Barack Obama, is why you will forever be my president. We do live in a democracy. And at this point, whether you win or lose, there is a check and balance to all of this. So even if he didn't get the results that he wanted, this is what happened when the American people voted. Now, people can say the same thing about him, Donald Trump, when he went up against Hillary Clinton and how a lot of people didn't think it was fair that he won, especially given all the information that came out later, but she still conceded. She still, you know, she passed on the torch. It is what it is. Now, granted, she was not president of the United States, but it's still about, this is not about you. This is about America. This is about where we live, the democracy that we live in and how we want it to look moving forward. I do understand that this is a very exciting time, especially being that we have our first woman vice president, but I want everyone to keep in mind that we shouldn't be putting our hopes and our progress at the hands of people in office. It starts with you and you can set the tone for what this world can look like truly. You can start in your area and expand out. We cannot depend on the president. We cannot depend on the vice president. Now we can help within our community to start building it into what we want it to look like. Now that I've gotten that out the way, y'all know what's about to happen, right? Y'all know what we about to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold up, y'all, I'm gonna try to do it. Hold on, let me see if I can do it. Hold up, hold up. Now this is a story all about how my life got twisted upside down and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right back. I'll tell you how I became a person of town called Bill Lil. Cut! Okay, I'm gonna stop it right now before I, like, I don't wanna keep embarrassing myself, but you guys get the point. I am gonna be discussing the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion show as well as the Red Table Talk because the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion show, it had so many gems, so many great things to talk about. I must say I was so excited. When I tell you it was just the most beautiful, nostalgic moments. I remember when I would get home from school, sit down, watch the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and just laugh so hard because that show not only did it as they stated within the reunion show show black excellence but you got laughter you got seriousness they talked about topics and it was just truly a beautiful well-rounded show and you can truly tell there's nothing but love and joy when they all entered the room together now the biggest part of this whole reunion piece was the controversy Reversal sit down between Will Smith and Janet Hubert. If you don't know who Janet Hubert is, well, you're about to know. Janet Hubert is an actress, television star, dancer, singer, and the original Aunt Viv, aka the original OG. This beautiful, vivacious woman is Juilliard trained and oozes regalness and elegance. She is also on a digital series called King Esther, which garnered her her first daytime Emmy nomination in 2020. 
She was also in the highly popular Broadway Cats. She's made appearances on One Life to Live, General Hospital, The Bernie Mac Show, Friends, and so on and so forth. So this woman does have a long resume. She has been acting for years. Now, if you don't know, Janet Hubert was casted as Vivian Banks aka on Viv to everybody who watched the show. She brought so much beauty, class, elegance into this one character and we just loved her. Subsequently, she was replaced by Daphne Reed uh, in the third season, but I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. So it starts as they all meet in the living room on the set of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And all the cast members are there except for Janet Hubert. So you see Will Smith, Alfonso Rivera, Tatiana Ali, Karen Parson, Joseph Marcel, who played Jeffrey, um, Daphne Maxwell, who subsequently replaced Janet Hubert, and DJ Jazzy Jeff, who played Jazz. And it was so great to see all of them together in one room as they reminisced about the memories that they had on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I loved, and I have to say this, I loved when they paid homage to James Avery, a.k.a. Uncle Phil. And in remembrance of him, I have to do it. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real, you the only father that I ever knew. Yes, rest in peace, James Avery. I mean, just a phenomenal actor. Um, One of my favorite episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is, of course, one of the most popular, which was called Papa's Got a Brand New Excuse. It was uh, on season four, episode 24. And I'm going to play a clip so you guys can get a sense of what it was talking about. You know what? Actually, this works out better for me. You know, the Slimmies of Summer come to class wearing next to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's all right to be angry. Hey, why should I be mad? I'm saying at least he said goodbye this time. I just wish I hadn't wasted my money buying this stupid present. I'm sorry. I, you know, if there was something that I... Hey, you know do. what? You ain't got to do no, nothing, Uncle Phil. Hey, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm going to be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty damn good at it, too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Did. Got through my first day without him, right? Mm-hmm. I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Die with him! I ain't need him then, and I don't need him now. <laughs> Will. Nah, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm going to get through college without him. I'm going to get a great job without him. I'm going to marry me a beautiful honey, and I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm going to be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that, because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. How come he don't want me, man? Y'all gonna tell me y'all didn't feel something in that scene? I mean, I felt that all the way down to my spirit when Will hit that, to hell with him. I was like, I know, man, I know. Like, I'm telling y'all, I cried like a newborn baby with that episode. I kid you not. I was sounding just like this. I swear I sounded just like this. just does something to me because like when Uncle Phil embraces him I was like Lord I need a hug right now where is my hug because I felt it and that is just an example of 
that show and what it did and the real emotions that were invoked and really the significance and importance of Uncle Phil. Like for real. Rest in peace, James Avery, truly. Now, of course, you know that that scene was very emotional and when they were speaking of James Avery, the tears were shed and everybody was really feeling it because, you know, he was such a crucial person in their life as well as on set and you know it was really emotional I really did cry watching it and I'm so happy that they paid respect but I'm gonna be real with y'all when I saw this of course um they had already started advertising about the Fresh Prince reunion there's gonna be a Fresh Prince reunion and I wasn't gonna watch it if the original Aunt Viv wasn't there I'm sorry if Janet Hubert wasn't gonna be there I wasn't gonna watch it because you cannot pay respect to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air without having Janet Hubert. So when it was announced that Janet Hubert and Will Smith were going to have to have a face-to-face sit-down after almost, what, over 20-year feud, all I could say was... that I shouldn't have be thinking negatively about the situation but I mean they've been going back and forth spewing just hatred towards each other over the years and for them to finally have a sit down I was very interested to see what Janet Hubert had to say as well as what Will Smith had to say and what was so refreshing was Will Smith did what a lot of people in his position would not do he took accountability for what he did. What? I'm serious, y'all. I was in complete shock because he could have like he could have pulled like an Oprah Winfrey situation and hid his hand and just said, you know, I am love and I'm not gonna apologize. But he didn't do that. He actually took accountability. And what I really liked about what Will did was he allowed her the space to say how she really felt because clearly she had been holding this in for a while. Okay. And I loved when they sat down. He was like, it's been a long time, all that great stuff. But then she was like, I just want to know one thing. Why? And his retort to that was... I don't know your story. Tell me your story. And that was very smart of him because when situations occur, each person has their own experience. But in this case, he had his experience, but he didn't understand nor know her experience. So he opened the room for her to express how she felt. And this is what she said and how his words hurt her. So much of what you said just destroyed and everywhere I went, everybody just beat me up. We lost our house. I lost everything. Reputation, everything. She took all that away from me. With your words, you know, words can kill. You know those words, calling a black woman difficult Mm -hmm. in Hollywood is the kiss of death. And it's hard enough being a dark-skinned black woman Mm -hmm. in this business. 
Okay, so I'm going to give you guys an honest uh, recap of what I kind of gathered from that whole conversation. So whether right, wrong, and different, Janet Hubert was going through some things at home. For the first couple of years of The Fresh Prince, she was fine. But when she started going through things, she started to be more of a recluse because, you know, she had a lot on her mind, which totally changed her attitude and how she approached everybody on set. It seems as if somehow she became a little bit standoffish or they felt she was being standoffish at which time Will start feeling a certain type of way. Her and Will started getting to a few because she felt like he was being unprofessional on set while he felt this is my show, I can do what I want to do. And he was just having fun. And because she wasn't responding the way he wanted her to respond, then at that point she became problematic, at which time he spoke with some other people who then inevitably put her in a situation to where she had a bad deal and it was an offer she had to refuse. So she subsequently walked away from the show, but it was said that she was fired. There we go. I'm not going to lie. Through that whole interview, I legit, I wanted to hug Will and I was like, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? (laughs) Because it was so much being thrown at him. And by no means do I think Will Smith is a victim. And I do believe what she said. Because when she said that she heard that he was the one who got her blackballed, he he didn't deny it. But... There was things that I wish would have been said. So take for instance, and let me play devil's advocate. But what I didn't like was I felt like the conversation was very one-sided. And I'm not on Will's side with this, but I do feel like, and if you watch his expressions, you can see that there were times where he may have disagreed or wanted to retort, but he didn't. He just let her have her moment and say her piece. And I didn't think that aspect was fair. I'm just going to be honest. Also, I would have loved to hear the cast members opinion about what was going on and what their perspective was, because I think that would have helped kind of round out the overall feeling of things. Because, again, we just see Janet Hubert and Will and clearly they're the core, but there were other people around who saw what occurred. Will did speak about his experience to Janet Hubert, and I'm going to play that for you. I was uh, 21 years old. Yeah. You know, I know. Um, I know. Everything was a threat to me. Why was I a threat? Not you, the world. I was so driven by fear and jokes and comedy yeah. and all of that. Yeah, you were, was how you were live. You yeah. Were, <laughs> you were live. You know. But what you didn't realize either, that I was going through a lot at home. Mm-hmm, right. You didn't know. Yeah. You guys didn't know. Very abusive marriage. You know, I have children. Yeah. I, I've been uh, divorced and I've a second marriage and I can see now the level of pain and the level of struggle that it was for you just to show up every day. Isn't it interesting how you can meet people and they literally are the salt to your wounds? And it's just crazy because it seems like when Janet was going through whatever Janet was going through, she literally was the salt to Will's wounds because he needed that validation. And at that point when he wasn't getting that validation, that triggered him just like she needed that professionalism. So when she felt that he was being unprofessional, that then triggered her and which had a very bad effect 
over the whole show, but no one stopped to ask what is wrong. Like, it's crazy to me how she was going through all this stuff. Will was clearly internally going through something. She's an adult. He's 21. He's technically adult, but no one sat down and had a conversation to see what was really going on. I saw online there were people who were saying, well, she should have kept work at work and home at home. But that's a beautiful notion. Nine times out of 10, it doesn't really happen in real life. For example, let's just say you have a boss, right? And typically your boss is cool most days. One day your boss comes in and he or she is acting like a total... I didn't say it, Snoop did. And you can tell by their demeanor there's something going on. Are you going to immediately start blackballing your boss and then acting a fool? No. If you're a caring, kind, considerate person that I know you are, you're going to, you know, take a step back. Now, you may be like, yo, don't come at me like that. But it's not going to be let me blackball you. Take a breath and realize that maybe something is going on in this person's life. So I found this portion interesting because I was like, did no one stop and ask Janet, is anything going on or is everything okay? Then it honestly brought questions to me, like why didn't Janet decide to pull Will to the side and just talk to him? Was it a situation where he was 21 and he was like, this is my show, I can do what I want? Was there no level of consideration? Did she ever have a conversation? with anybody and it sounds like she didn't so I do think that there is I don't want to say blame but there could be contributions on both sides to how all this played out when he said the word threatened even I was like kind of looking at him side-eyed but if you watch the red table talk he went into more details about his father was very abusive to him and his mother and how he used jokes to kind of offset the abuse so as long as his father was entertained then it was less likely for him or his siblings or his mother to be abused he also spoke about his need for female validation and how if he didn't have it then at that point he felt like he was being threatened and he his insecurities came out and I just commend him for his openness his honesty and just being totally transparent about his behavior when he was younger and I'm not one of those people who and I hate when people do this when they blame their behavior on age though age can play a part in it you still know right from wrong so I would rather you woman up or man up and just say look I did this because I felt like this versus well you know I was young and no that no no you don't get that you don't get that right off with me I read a lot of comments that was basically saying that Will was just trying to take the focus off of her and it became about I know when Will read these comments he just wanted to say what more do you want from me Anytime I need to laugh, I swear I put that clip on. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. The man apologized, but then people were saying he was making it about him. Janet Hubert, she said, I'm sorry, but then people said she was making excuses. I'm like, guys, can we see the good in this? Yes, I have my issues with it a little bit, but let's overall look at the good. Well, thank you for uh, sharing that with me. Like, I didn't know that when I look back now it's you know it's obvious that you were having a hard time and 
I felt like you hated me. I, I could not do a 30-year celebration of this show and not celebrate you. Celebrate your contribution to this show. Celebrate your contribution to my life. You dang on Skippy will you surely couldn't have. And I'm happy you manned up and did it because it was much needed, much needed. If the water duds aren't forming in your eyes, I don't know what is. I legit don't know what is. Man, I'm telling you, y'all, I'm having to wipe some little tears coming from these water ducklets. I surely am. Man, I just thought that was a beautiful moment and it was so open and honest. What I took from this whole experience was the word forgiveness. And it's very hard for a lot of people, including myself, when you feel like you've been wrong to be able to empathize or even sympathize with someone who has wronged you. And forgiveness goes both ways. Oftentimes we can allow people to control our lives based on the offenses that have been against us. And I'm learning, and that's a big part of why I chose to do the fast, that forgiveness is so crucial. It's not easy. Please don't be that person telling people to just let stuff go because if we could all let stuff go, I promise you we would. But be that person to encourage Encourage, love, and speak positivity because depending on the offense that has been led, it can carry, it can carry in your heart for years and as you can see for decades. So this was something that was so needed. The second thing that I thought was important was the word accountability. Will took accountability for what he had contributed to the situation. And I did appreciate Janet Hubert's apology. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, too. Y'all, when this situation happened, I kid you not. <laughs> um, I swear, Jenny Hubert, she was thinking something. Will was, uh, I know Will just busted out, just want to bust out in tears. It, it reminded me of this video I saw on YouTube. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on right away. Because I know somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. I swear I'm a particular brand of pity. <laughs> it's like when I saw that, I was like, <laughs> I know that's what Janet was feeling and I know Will just wanted to bust out crying when he finally got that validation. <laughs> okay, okay, let me stop. All right. <laughs> God forgive me, God forgive me. <laughs> well, guys, when you go out into the world, please be the bigger person. If you know you wronged somebody, please apologize. Like, and don't do, I hate when people, I acknowledge that I've done this and I acknowledge that I've done, that's not genuine. I promise you, you can acknowledge all you want to. That doesn't mean you sorry about it. Like, 
be genuine in your delivery. This was a genuine apology where this man realized, oh man, I really did do some stuff to cause somebody like deep pain. And I have to really applaud him for that. Now, again, Will should not be applauded necessarily for doing the right thing because it did take him over 20 years to do it. But I commend him for finally doing it. Okay, I really do. And people can say I'm petty and, you know, better late than never. Okay, let somebody wrong you and they wait 27 years to finally say something. Okay, and Will did say something that really touched at my heart. Let me let you guys listen to this clip. The person I want to be is someone who protects you, not someone that unleashes dogs on you. And however, I appreciate that. You know, it's I appreciate that. Yes, truck. What? Janet, I appreciated it too, and he wasn't even talking to me. I thought that was one of the most powerful things that was said throughout the reunion show. And it just showed, yes, again, he took accountability and he let it be known. Yes, I may have done horrible things in the past, but moving forward, I don't want to be that person towards you. And I truly did applaud him for that. And I think Janet needed to hear that because I think there's a lot of things we still don't know that happened behind the scenes. But regardless, there was a lot of takeaways that um, you can use in your day-to-day life. So let's do a recap. First and foremost, forgiveness is key. It is important that you release the pain that you have because if you don't, it is going to carry with you. It's going to make you sick. I'm telling you, I'm going through this now when it comes to forgiveness where, you know, not sleeping, sometimes not eating, constantly worrying. All that does is give you wrinkles and makes you unattractive, you know? So that's something, you know, work on that. Two, take accountability. At the end of the day, everybody contributes to situations in some way, shape, or form. So always take accountability of your actions. Three, if you have an issue with somebody, sit down and talk to them. If for some reason they are not receptive to what you are saying, then you may need to cut ties. You may need to let it go. Because at that point, they clearly don't want to change and they're not going to be there in the long haul. You know what I mean? And four, you know, just live life in love because at the end of the day, tomorrow is not promised. There's been so much going on in reference to making amends. Take, for instance, you have Janet Hubert and uh, Janet Hubert and Will Smith. Then you had Gucci Mane and Young Jeezy. And I was hoping Monique and Oprah would have it at some point, but we know that ain't now gonna happen. Literally, Satan would have to be able to walk through heaven before that happened. I don't know why, but you know, it's is something that I hope one day will happen. So all in all, I'm going to say the reunion was absolutely wonderful. I got to live out my childhood television show and it was just great seeing the behind the scenes what they had to do to make the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was real cool. So if you haven't checked it out, you can actually stream it on HBO Max. And if you're like me who do not have HBO Max, you can always find the clip 
clips of it on YouTube. Now they took the whole thing down because I got to see the whole thing, uh, but clearly they were flagging it for people who recorded it and put it on YouTube. So you can see it on HBO Max. You can see clips of it and I hope you take something from it because I thought it was very informative. Had me looking at myself like, girl, you know you need to forgive. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm working on it. All right, y'all, that's all I got for today. I want to thank you for chilling with me at the Hangout Spot. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or prayers, don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram at the.hangout.spot. Again, that's the.hangout.spot, and I will surely respond. I wish you all happy holidays, and until next time.